Hey, everybody, it's the Night of 100 podcast. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, and coming up next, it's going to be El Jefe and J-Dubs with The Hideout. These guys are good pals of ours. As a matter of fact, for a very short period of time, uh, they helped us out on our show, came in and produced and played on-air roles. They took that gig and headed on down to Florida for a while. Now you can still hear them Saturday nights on WJFK in Washington, D.C. I'd love to see him, Fezzi, uh, take off and do anything. I think they're a, a corner that hasn't been turned right now in radio. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. It's coming up. You can also check out more of their stuff at hideoutradio.com. That's hideoutradio.com. It's The Hideout coming up next on Ron and Fez's Night of 100 podcast. Bring the ship up to broadcast that. Going in. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you. An eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show. It shovels the lowest common denominator. Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What, what, what's new? Ooh, ooh, what are you doing, Hafe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideouts. XM Satellite Radio Channel 202, The Virus. The Hideout makes its debut on 202. Yes, we haven't done The Hideout on 202. It's always been next with all happy and J-Dubs. That is correct, where we did a countdown of the top ten stories of the week, year, whatever it was. Today, my friends, you are in The Hideout. Hideoutradio.com is our shell of a website. Hideoutheretics.net is where you go to download old shows, including everything we did in Orlando and previously in Washington, D.C., where we worked with and for the mighty Ron and Fez. Uh, Team Watley, we are a part of J-Dubs mm-hmm. on this Night of a 100 Podcasts. Very excited to be with you guys. If at any time during the week you ever want to chat with us, Hideout Radio is the instant messenger, and J-Dubs Hideout is always on, although he never answers. Well, I'm always uh, logged on. I'm not on, though. I just leave it logged on at home. People pop up, say stuff. Why aren't you answering? And then they log you off. You hate me. And then they log off, and I try to respond to them, but they aren't there anymore, so they just think I am an asshole. And my instant messenger is moots, because I'm rarely on no, anymore. on. As it is. But, uh, hey, it's good to be here, my friends. It's great to be back. I mean, it goes without saying. Obviously, uh, you know, as we kiss a little ass here, but genuinely... Fucking love O&A. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Norton, all the boys that come through. Patrice O'Neill to me, a god. Just fucking fantastic. And, I'm a Louis C.K. guy. Yeah, well, how could you not be? But even beyond that, too, uh, Ron and Fez, greatest radio show. Uh, I'm going to say this ever. So uh, we really do are, are very proud to be associated with them in some way and are happy that they still support us. Yes. Despite the fact that we're essentially nobodies. Mm-hmm. We never really were somebodies, but now we're uh, nobodies once again. So, we're their retarded nephews. I, I really feel like they think, hey, let's give the autistic boys a shot. <laughs> it worked for Eli Manning. Maybe it could work for Hefe and Dubs. Uh, by the way, for those of you that don't know, we are back on the air Saturday nights on Washington uh, on WJFK in Washington, D.C. That's on the website, hideoutradio.com. Uh, the MySpace is myspace.com slash hideoutradio. And uh, you can download all the podcasts and stuff from previous uh, on-air shows. So uh, go do that for us. B- bring the numbers up for JFK if you don't mind. We would love that. Uh, like you said before, we usually do Next on XM Satellite Radio. We haven't done the hideout yet. 
If you've heard Next and you haven't heard The Hideout before, The Hideout, we tend to uh, get a little more personal. It's a little less um, uh, topic-driven. Yeah. We get into whatever we want to get into when we're in The Hideout. Yeah, certainly. It's a lot of fun. So, um, enough of the big sell on it, though. Mm-hmm. We are uh, we're just happy to be here. And, and because of the fact that this is, we're part of Team Watley. Yes. Along with CT and Jiven and High Society, I personally would like to use this hour mm-hmm. that we've been given on XM as the feel better fez hour because you and i both i mean you know there's no doubt that ron bennington is god but fez watley certainly an angel uh, when it comes to radio heaven and fez has taken us to numerous lunches he's bought us numerous beers mm-hmm. he's been there for us he continues to support us and so I would like to present, we all know that Fez has his problems. Yes. I mean, it's well documented on the show. And there's so many times where I would like to call in and offer what little life experience that I have. But I don't want to be that guy. And Ron certainly does his best to handle that. So instead, Fez, what we're going to do here in the hideout for this hour that you've given us is I'm going to present someone to you that is such a sad sack loser motherfucker that as you look at his life you will have the opportunity to say hey hey wow um you know what maybe i can go out after dark because even if i get stabbed somewhere um in the village it would be better than living the life that i'm about to hear who is this pathetic fuck you talking about you Ooh, dubs J. Dubs, Justin Lee Johnson, however you fucking want to put it, it is amazing. For anyone who listened to Next previously on XM, we had this this amazing discussion and idea about creating the YardstickOfDeath.com. Uh, in fact, I believe if you go to YardstickOfDeath.com, it links you to full-blown AIDS yeah. and our section on there. So thank you, I believe, to Schnittdick, who put that together. But... The concept behind YardstickOfDeath.com was for Dubs to blog or video blog his days. What it would be is you would have a yardstick with a gun on one side and a bullet on the other. For every bad day, that bullet would move closer to the gun by an inch, Mm -hmm. essentially giving you a net total of 36 bad days possible. If you had a good day, mm-hmm. then we'd move it away. Yeah. Seems fair, seems feasible. We probably discussed this the first time we were on XM, what, a few months ago? Yeah. I think that's where it very originally came up, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe in one of our next casts. But it's been a few months at the very least that we've been talking about the Yardstick of Death. So, and by the way, it was your idea. Yeah. This yeah, whole yard. Yeah, yeah. Now, once you told me about it, Dubs, I was fucking excited. I'm like, dude, one of our biggest problems is that unlike ONA, A, we don't have the talent. But B, <laughs> we we're not good at garnering that big national attention at yeah, coming we, up We have the ideas, we just can't implement them. And so Dubs comes up with the idea of, hey, I might shoot myself. You're sitting that way too excited. I was laying on the couch at the time, just annoyed, um, upset, uh, downtrodden, and I I just said, you know what, here's an idea. How about uh, this thing called the yardstick of death, uh, just as you put it before. And uh, it was a kind of a throwaway co- comment, uh, a little off-the-top-of-the-head type thing. You decided that this would be a great thing for me to do, uh, possibly kill myself. I'm telling you, it's a great fucking idea. Do you know, first of all, the run we'd get on all the radio websites, it would become this national thing where people would want to see, did Dubs have a bad day? There was a movie that came out um, just very recently, and I can't remember what, the, what it was. Diane Lane was in it, and it was about essentially the people online deciding on the number of hits on the website, whether or not the guy would die. I mean, I'll look, the, I'll IMDB that in a second. But regardless... Fantastic fucking marketing ploy. I don't know. And we weren't beholden to any organization or company at the time. So I'm thinking this is a way to get us over. Dub's shooting himself in the face. You're getting you over. Well, yes. I mean, but whatever are you willing to sacrifice? 
Not my face. Uh, there are times when you have to sacrifice the, for the show. Uh, with the last couple of weeks I've had, it, it becomes more of an option, I would say, and that, for me. That's why I wanted, that's why we did the whole setup for the yardstick of death. I want to know now, and we're going to go back through your life here just in a little bit here in the Fez Feel Good Hour on the Hideout. Hideoutradio.com. Night of 100 Podcasts. Such a professional broadcaster with the resets. Mm-hmm. Dubs, the net 36 days, gun to bullet, yardstick. Uh, on this day, on this night of 100 podcasts, do you think you would be alive if you had actually gone through with it? No. Motherfucker, why didn't no, you do I'd it? I'd be dead by now. I'd be good and dead. I've had a lot of bad days, not many good ones. Um, each day, uh, you know, kind of throws another negative surprise at me. Uh, I, I have a few good days in there. I would have uh, made up a little bit of ground, but not enough to keep me alive. Over the span of the four or five months, mm-hmm. do you regret now not doing the yardstick of death? I don't know. I regret it. I know you do. Because for me personally, it would have been great. I think it would even have offered me the opportunity if Wiki gives me a call and says, hey, we feel bad, Dubs is gone, plus that's half the salary. Let's bring you on board to do an overnight show. And that I could do easily. And I'm still willing to, Wiki, just so, so we have that clear. But let's talk about you, Dubs, and let's make Fez feel better because we're part of Team Watley. Mm-hmm. Explain your life over the last however many months. Well, where do you want me to start? What story would you like me to tell first? Well, I guess we could start with the whole radio aspect of it. I mean, that's what people know us for is our radio careers. Okay. I've been working at an AM station here in Tampa Bay during the week. And they're nice people. They're terrific people. That's why we're uh, recording the show right now. I love the people here. Um, the, uh, The station is a political station. I enjoy listening to uh, the banter on the station. Um, I, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of complaints about the station as a whole. What I have complaints about is doing something like this and then having to go work at a restaurant right afterwards, pulling about 35 to 40 hours a week at both of them, uh, not being able to support myself even off those two, those two together, uh, still leave me a little bit short on cash. It's, you'd think after about nine years in this business, I would be able to pick up something. Well, something that would be able to pay me, I don't know, 20000 a year. That's all I'm asking. Just 20000 <laughs> Now, does, but at least you're able to live off and dine on, die down on the fact that, you know, we were pretty much told, you know, hey, welcome to New York at Free FM. How does how does this how does this amount of money sound to you? How can I dine out on a check we never got? I'm dining out on leftovers from my re- uh, restaurant job. That's what I'm dining out on. So do you think that the 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 Free FM New York thing, the Atlanta, just both of the debacles? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they tore my heart out. Right. I can safely say that. The whole bandwidth conversation? The bandwidth, uh, the, uh, hey, you guys are too experienced, we want to put together, uh, our own team that has no experience for the show. That makes Um, sense. And, hey, we're going to flip formats. Those three things really killed me. Now, I think that was really the beginning of the end as far as it goes, because... If people remember me from the Ron and Fez days or even the real radio days when we were doing uh, nights over in Orlando, I was pretty happy-go-lucky. Sure. You yeah. had a girlfriend. You had a dog. You had, I mean, you had an I've, apartment. I've always, been, I've always been pretty positive. I've always been able to keep uh, you know, the good foot forward. Fez, you feeling better yet just hearing that little part? If not, I mean, there's certainly more coming up. But yes. Go ahead, Dubs. I've always been able to do that. Lately, right, because I, like I said, I've had a few good days, but the bad days are so bad that they kick my dick in the dirt. They, <laughs> it's a, it's they, a high school football coach. Yeah, they, they take their cleats and they grind my dick in the dirt. 
good days do not even compare to the bad days. Give me an idea of what a really good day has been. When I have a day off, or even a partial day off. Um, when I can actually sleep all the way through the night. Um, and that's it. When I, when I don't want to cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Those are good days. <laughs> I'm sorry for the coughing, I am sick by the way. But, uh, I, I, I genuinely, I didn't want to laugh. Mm -hmm. But there was some comedic timing to what you said, and then also, too, knowing that I've seen you and how so true it is. What's interesting is I'm completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. I've gone through the exact same things that you've gone through. Not exact. But I've got, you know, i got a great publicist job during the week. I do two radio shows. This is, I'm going to count as a third. I mean, i got great shits going on. So, I know, Fez, that doesn't help make you feel better and this is focusing on dubs and what's wrong with all right let's move beyond radio dubs oh, obviously okay. there's problems and how many of the 36 days of the yardstick of death do you think because of radio things would uh would have gotten you closer to the bullet to the gun probably 15 really yeah so not uh, quite half. not quite half but yeah, i mean right a there. pretty significant portion yeah so what's the other shitty thing that's going on in your life well, it's a it's a cavalcade of different shitty things that let me let me. I saw a man burned to death. Really? The other day. I actually knew that. Yes, I. That's that had to go as part of a good day, right? No, that, you don't get to see that every day. Yeah, well, that's true. It was an experience. That it's a story I'll have forever. Did it so, smell good? I couldn't smell the body, but I could hear him screaming for a good three or four minutes. Something that. I won't forget some guy in there trying to. This uh, is at a gas station. That okay, exploded. yeah. Let me, let me let me tell you the the story. Uh, my restaurant job that I work at night. Uh, I was doing the paperwork for the end of the night, and uh, right to the left of me there is a big window facing out towards the road, and across that road is a gas station. The gas station has a auto parts. Uh, or auto service uh, garage connected to it. I hear a uh, boom, and I look outside. I, I see... didn't realize you did sound effects. Now that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. This is how dubs. This, I mean, honestly, Fez. I apologize on behalf of Team Watley. This is where Dubs is though. Right now, he's so tired. He's lost his Dubs wit. Mm -hmm. He can't even come back anymore. No. Now he's got a one track mind, and it's okay. Because I think this adds to the whole, if I, you know, this adds to the whole aspect of what Dubs has become now, the shell of Dubs. So you hear a boom. So I hear a boom. I see fire shooting out from the garage area. I run outside. I call nine one one. As I'm on the phone with nine one one, I hear uh, screaming. As I said, from inside. So I tell the nine one one operator, "There's someone in there. Get someone out here real quick." And then I see a couple people over there trying to go in and save the guy. And I had to be a resident coward and tell them, get the fuck back. What are you thinking? And they yelled back at me, there's someone in there. And I had to yell, I don't care. Do you want to be the next one? So for some reason, I value my life enough to not run into a burning building and try to make a name for myself. I value my life enough not to make a name for myself. See, that's what I was about to fucking say. With, between the orange stick of death and this, you had the opportunity to become a hero. I had an opportunity to burn to death as well. You had the opportunity to become what Ron Bennington is, and that is a hero. And what did you Ron do? Ron Bennington would have ran in there, gave him his cell phone back, and pulled him out. Instead, you spit in the face of that opportunity. You're not taking advantage of the opportunities of their place before you. Do you realize that God probably blew that man up just so that you could get us publicity, but instead you chose to be selfish and just sit there and smoke a cigarette while you heard a man cry for four hours to his burning, crispy death? I don't know if that's why God did that. It might have been the man's ilk. It might have been... Um, there, there's many reasons why that man could have burned to death. But nonetheless, you watched a man burn to death and mm -hmm. did nothing about it. Yeah. I actually discouraged other people from doing stuff about it. Dude, do you know how the positive karma from that could have come back and helped you? 
You think? Do you realize that there was something in you that said, "I do not have the inner strength to go in there and attempt to save a man," and that says something about where you are now. If you could not go in to try to save a life, how are you going to try to save our fucking careers? Oh, that's my job now. Why wouldn't it be? I'm trying to do everything. I'd have fucking gone in and saved the dude. I'd have been a hero. We'd have been a national fucking radio and television everywhere. Instead, what do you do? You stand there and smoke, and you go home, and you jack off. And that I, is the truth. I, I did run a badge that night. Um, I, I'm a hero my own way. Uh, I'm, I'm so disconnected. And there's... That was my jack-off night. There's a night that I go home and run a batch. That was that night. I did wait hours in between to go do that. But if I didn't do that, I know I would have been cranky the next day. <laughs> so I had to run my batch. I wish I was kidding. I wish that was a bit. But that is how disconnected you are yes, from that, life. Yeah, they, they, All right, let me ask you this. The day that you watched a man burn to death and then you... Mm fucking rubbed one out mm -hmm. good day or bad day when it comes to the yardstick of death bad day you still got it up why, why is it a bad day bad day because some man burned up it was pretty nasty and that delayed me getting out of work for about three hours you're so fucking <laughs> selfish man and that's the problem you're just thinking about you you're not thinking about society as a whole all right so you watch a man burn to death mm -hmm. at least you still got your green conversion van Oh, yeah, that before uh, the burning to death, I got hit by a drunk driver. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I got um, not even sideswiped. I sideswiped a drunk driver because he had a cutout in front of me. And afterwards, I am holding my shoulder on the phone with 911 again. Because I've called them so many times since I've lived out here. For some reason, I've never called 911 before. In the last, like, four months, I've called it three times. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I'm holding my shoulder. I'm dialing the phone. And this son of a bitch drives off. So I'm watching him drive off while my van won't move. And, uh, yeah, he drove away. And there was a, uh, a good Samaritan that followed him. And he got arrested, and he went to jail. Um, I still haven't been able to go to the doctors regularly like I should. I've been to the doctors once. I need to go again because my shoulder keeps on getting worse. By the way, you have a lawyer here in Tampa, Florida. Yes. That's a huge fan of XM202. Yes, he's a, he's a huge Ron and Fez and ONA fan. So, yeah, that was kind of shocking. I mean, you don't really... He knew you. Yeah, you, uh, you don't really um, expect when you walk into a doctor uh, in a uh, lawyer's office to meet an ONA or Ron and Fez fan. I don't know why I don't. I have nothing but the most up, uh, it's utmost just, respect for the listeners of XM202. Me too, one. but it just uh, it just doesn't seem like a normal thing to me. So, van totaled. Van totaled. And uh, medical bills. <laughs> paying out of pocket. Let me ask you, mm -hmm. who'd you rape in a previous life to make all this come about? Do you think it was it better all... been good? <laughs> it better have been fucking good. <laughs> who, who are the? Is, is this payback for all the paychecks we stole in Orlando, <laughs> or even at CBS the first go round? What do you think you did to deserve? I don't this? know. I've always tried to be a good person. Have you though? I mean, I really, really have. Dubs, I've known you for a very fucking long time. My first indoctrination and hanging out with dubs as it be uh, in Lansing, Michigan when we were together at the rock stations in mid-Michigan. We would go to the mall and dubs was that kid as we're walking through the mall, he'd see a fat girl and then point directly at her in her face as we're walking by and go, look at that behemoth! And then as we continue to walk by, I'm sure that girl, and there are probably hundreds of them walking around this fucking earth right now that haven't already hung themselves, that are... If they could find a, a high-tolerance uh, rope. <laughs> that, that think, oh my god, I remember that, guy, that time at the mall that that fucking guy did that to uh, me. Maybe, maybe, think think maybe. about the countless number of people, anyone who goes to the Maybe she'll wear a sweatsuit there next time and walk up and down from Dillard's back to fucking One Potato 2. Anyone who has listened to this show for an extended period of time knows that about the games 
and the gimmicks and the fucking mean shit you will do online when it comes to cyberbullying and tricks. That you, it's all in fun for you. Yes. You, you don't think this has somehow come no, back to affect it, you? I don't find that to be bad. I don't think that uh, putting my old high school friend's page up uh, and having everyone that went to school with us think that he is a homosexual um, and even... Even posting, uh, all right, I have a friend in high school. We uh, made a MySpace profile to him. Of course, he's gay in the profile because that's witty. And also, he's an ex-heroin addict. So we've uh, arranged meetings around the Fowlerville, Michigan area for other heroin addicts to go <laughs> meet with him. <laughs> You're a dick. And talk through their troubles. You're such a dick. And you wonder, you wonder why you're having this incredible string of bad luck. You put negativity out into the world, dude. I can only do so much when it comes to being positive. Isn't, isn't laughter positive? Because I'm laughing my ass off while I'm doing it. But there's a difference between laughing, um, like making people laugh, and, I then, think, well, and then using people to laugh. I think everybody, I think I, I got five good chuckles. And two frowns. And those are good odds. That's five to two, my friend. I don't know. I, Fez, I'm hoping this makes you feel better. It is the Fez Feel Good Hour here in the hideout on the night of 100 podcasts, XM202. You can learn more about us at hideoutradio.com. Download our other podcasts uh, that we do from our Saturday night show in D.C. Mm-hmm. on 106.7 WJFK. That's WJFK.com. I can't. To me, it's kind of shocking that you you are surprised that you're having such a string of bad luck when it really comes down to the fact that you're not a good person. I am a good person. I I open the door for people. I hold it. Um, That's your third job. That doesn't make you a good person because you're a I'm doorman. Not a doorman. Yeah. I yeah. I'm sure it's right around the corner. Uh, I can say if I'm made to New York. Over at the Salisbury, I'm holding the door for people. So, all right, so there's that. We got career. We got car. What about cunts? Where's that at? Um, I haven't gotten laid in probably about five months. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I don't know if you're feeling better. I am. I know you listen. You're not supposed to take... Um, yeah, you're putting pleasure. some negative out there. You're not supposed to take pleasure in your best friend, or top seven best friends, you know, having a rough go at it. Mm-hmm. But I think it is, I think it's fucking hilarious just that you have had so much bad stuff happen to you yep. that it is comical. Like, you couldn't write this shit. And it's weird because anyone who knows us, we have people... I don't know why. It's like these people surround us. And somehow you've taken on the role of our ex-producer, Chunks Corolla. Yeah. And anyone who's listened to The Hideout before knows the kind of sad sack story and douchebag this guy was. And every bad thing that could have ever possibly happened to him that would have happened to him with us has now happened to you. So you're saying you're the problem. You, uh, whoever's around you, one of them has a negative run at it. I'm beginning to wonder. Maybe it is. Maybe I. You're a jinx. May, am I a jinx? Schlep rock. Or do I just attract fucking losers? I don't know. I don't know what it is. All right, so let's move beyond that, though. Going back to the cunt. Mm-hmm. So you haven't gotten laid in five months. And no. the last time you got laid, it was with. Who was it? Wasn't it the, the girl that does sex shows online? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I banged a webcam girl. <laughs> there we go. That would be a positive day on the yardstick of death, right? I'm positive on a test, too. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something I got from that one. So. That's another thing. I won't get tested. <laughs> just because I'm sure something. Uh, I, there, there's something that'll show up on that radar. Unexplained bumps. But along the way as well, mm. you did also, too, lose your girlfriend to another guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, right after we lost our jobs in Orlando, my. Uh, X decided to leave me for another guy. Um, and oddly enough, 
ironically enough, she got a hold of me yesterday uh, to ask me for help. I really haven't talked with her a whole hell of a lot in the last probably seven months. We've been broken up for about a year now. haven't really talked to her in the last seven months. And we, we've we talked about it. We've mentioned it. I think even Ron and Fez have mentioned it before when we were working with them. Uh, she likes to drink. She likes her wine. So, Who doesn't? I yeah. like... Well, she likes it a little bit more than most. Right. Um, and she she has a problem eating and not too much like you're uh, familiar with okay um, but too little and this has gotten to a dangerous point with her where before you know she was always thin always losing weight always trying to diet pretty unhealthily when I was with her it's gotten to a new low she tells me that uh, that she uh, if she eats anything, she gets so angry at herself, she throws her cell phone against the wall. It sound, You know what it is? It, let me just tell mm-hmm. you from my vantage point as hideout psychologist. I think you two cats need each other. I think everything was great. I'm her K-Fed? I think, yes. You, in fact, you, you are a dirt stash motherfucker, and that girl is spiraling out of control. And there's no doubt that you two pieces of trailer trash need each other to keep the double wide together and by the double wide i just mean you two alive essentially because let's think let's be honest that's what uh is the microcosm for your life Mm. a double wide have you thought about that did you have you thought about the fact that you know what maybe i need to go back to her she can rescue me and i can rescue her no because i have no want to do that and she's got a boyfriend still i don't know why wouldn't that be great to steal her back from him I would, and then I'd dump her right afterwards, probably. Well, then maybe that would make you feel better. <laughs> That'd be more of that positivity that I send out into the world. Listen, um, sure. I listen. So she got a hold of you. Yeah, and then she. Uh, one I don't want to talk her... too much about her life, okay. but just the fact that she. Like, yeah, she reaches out to me. I ask her why is she asking me and not her boyfriend because that's that's my immediate question because that just doesn't make sense to me doesn't really have an answer for that but yeah it it and that just piles on to a day of worrying about shit having to be sleep deprived and it, it puts another thing in my mind that i don't need to have right now how many how many hours a night of sleep you think you're getting Ooh, this week uh last night i got three right three hours of sleep i think i got like 11 Mm. But I'm sick, though. Yeah, I'm trying to take care of myself. Yeah. Well, Dubs, we've laid it out. Are you ready to commit to the art stick of death? I'm getting there. What's What's honestly holding you back? Not wanting to die? Because I know it happened. But why Why wouldn't you? Like, be honest. Why wouldn't you want to die? I mean, after what you've laid out right now, why wouldn't you want to die? I'll tell you what it's down to. Yardstick of death or Jesus? I have to choose between one of them. You better pick the yardstick of death for the good of this fucking show. What, you wouldn't want to do this show, The Born Again Christian? I guess it could be fun to see you as a born again Christian. You know, it's funny too because I actually thought about that. When When is Brittany going to go to Jesus? Like, that has to be, it's, it's, it's death, the next one. It's death or Jesus. And what's so fucking funny about a lot of religious people is that's the way it is. You're about to hit, you have hit absolute rock bottom. The only other thing there is, is either death or finding some sort of religion. How about Scientology? I work with Scientologists. They're good people. They got their shit together. I'm not one, but it could, something that maybe you could get your life a part of. I want to be a Jew. Then I can't do the show with you. Why? I just, I'm not Why the anti-Semitic I'm not, I'm nature? Saying, I'm not going to comment. Listen. You know what? You guys stop that shit. I'm Jewish now. You need to cut that shit out. No, I'm not. Shoot that shit to the sky, my friend. Uh, here in the Fez Feel Good Hour, mm. talking to J-Dubs. He's laid out... J-Dubs. He's laid out all the reasons. Do you honestly think that finding something like a, a religion could seriously help you? Do you need? I've you, actually thought of it. Because here's, you do need order in your life, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. 
I think it's even better, man. Because Jew, there's nothing wrong with being Jewish. Mm-mm. It's a better gimmick for us if you go Muslim. <laughs> it really is a great I gimmick. I couldn't do the Muslim. Why couldn't you? I like pork. Listen, you got to make sacrifices. If you imagine Hefe and whatever your name would be. I couldn't imagine what your name was. I don't know. But if you were a Muslim, it'd be great for us. And we're in the hideout. I think it'd really help us get work. It would take that EEO thing to another level. <laughs> yeah, a, uh, a Muslim, a white Muslim, and a Mexican. M&M's. Muslim and Mexicans on the radio. You're on the air. You really think, though, have you really seriously considered religion? I've considered, you know, popping my head into the church. All right, here's what I want to ask you, then, because as we're moving through the progression, because this is usually how it goes Mm. when when talking to Fez, what have you considered as far as the changes that you want to make in your life? I Honestly, I haven't figured it out, and that's the worst part. I can't figure out how to change it to be, you know, in the right. You're not smart enough? I guess not. You need me to help you? Sure. Do you have any ideas? I really am swamped. I got a full-time job and two and a half of these radio shows that I do. I'm really becoming a star in Tampa, too. Drove Silva. Jay Johnson's better. On News Talk 1040 WWBA. I mean, I could sit here. and I mean, this is the time we get to talk. This is our therapy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can tell you. Because it's the age-old fucking thing. You can't change until you're ready to change yourself. I don't think you're ready to change. I don't think you no. want to change. I think you like this idea of being a grown teenager. <laughs> Secretly, I think you do. You got your dog. You got your monsters. You got your cigarettes. You got your two part-time jobs, part-time full-times. I think you're happy. I'm not happy. I'm so far from happy. Then why aren't you doing anything to change it? Because I don't know what to do. Well, what would be the first logical step? Did you say quit radio? No, because then I'd just be stuck with one part-time job. <laughs> and one I hate more than anything. Well, what about, like, quitting the business and going and getting a trade? What kind of trade? I don't know. I hear the auto industry's booming. You can move back to Michigan or <laughs> yeah. for GM. I don't think they're there anymore. Oh. I don't think anybody's there anymore. If you could do anything other than radio, what would you want to do? I have no idea. I have no clue. That's my fucking problem. Dude. I don't know what to do. Are you really sure the yard stick isn't for you? Because you're sitting here talking about you want to live, but what do you want to live to be? Somebody. Let's face it, you are nobody. The mantra of the hideout is to be somebody. And if you are anything, it's nobody right now. Right now, yeah, without a doubt. And for how long? Good six months. Fifteen months, let's be honest. Since we got let go from real radio. You've been a shell of a human being. I have a photo of you, like, right before New York, where you're about to pull your hair out, and you're in the corner of your bedroom. And if you did not have these jobs right now, you'd be in that same place. You might go back to that tonight. Mm-hmm. Dubs. Yeah. As your friend. Mm-hmm. As your radio partner of however many years. Okay. I think it's time that we take over the domain for yardstickadeath.com. I have a flip. You can blog. I can get you a gun. I know people. I'm sure you do. This will be the biggest thing in the history of the Internet. This is our one idea to make us big radio stars. Why don't you do it then? My life is great. I don't want to kill myself. Tell me how your life's great. Try to teach me. Give me an idea. Listen, I want to give me something to believe in. I don't want to. There's a Lord above. I don't want to see here, sit here and be a fucking motivational speaker, but I will. Okay. The moment we found out that we were not going to get New York, I realized, holy shit, we can't sit around and wait for stuff to happen. And let's be honest, we've been sitting around waiting for stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Be it a call from Wiki, a call from. Chiasano, a call from Williams, a call from Kennard. We've been sitting around waiting for calls. But nonetheless, I decided we gotta fucking make something happen. I got I gotta make change in my life. I fucking gave up video games. 
cold turkey. I'm like, dude, I'm wasting my life with video games. I love them, but I'm wasting my time with these fucking video games. I set some goals. I accomplished them. I can't fucking lose weight. That's the one thing I can't do, but I became a personal trainer and certified sports nutritionist. I just love that food too much. That's the one battle I can't win, which I'm still trying to. I went out, got my shit together, got a great publicity job. Once I changed my mindset of I'm not going to fucking raid around and I'm going to start making shit happen, dude, things began to fall into place. We started doing the next casts. We were on XM. We got to do next on XM. Then before you know it, we got those over to WJFK, and they're like, hey, we want to bring you guys back on, do Saturday nights. There might be something brewing at WJFK right now. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Nothing's for sure. In the meantime, I'm fucking constantly looking for stuff. I got this great publicity gig that I'm loving and making more money at in fucking than I was in Orlando. I'm, I put in the time here at this news talk station, and I'm on the air, the main morning fill-in guy with you. It was just changing the mindset of being a victim and saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to let this take my life down. Because I saw 30 coming, and I just turned 30 in this last week. I saw it coming. And sure, I may be fat and bald, but the last thing I wanted to be at the age of fucking 30 was a guy working <coughs> an hourly gig. And I'm like, if I got to fucking do this, I'm going to have three or four hourly gigs. You know, and I'm lucky because I got a support system with you, mm -hmm. and I got a great fucking chick, and I got three awesome cats. I just think it's a matter of, I. But here's the thing, and this is whether it's Fez or whether it's you. I decided I gotta fucking change, because if I don't, I can easily fucking stay in this rut. And it took a serious fucking, and whether or not it was just quitting video games that was a thing that made me say, all right, now I'm gonna start doing shit. My my time, and, you, and this sounds so fucking weird. Like it's almost something my dad would say, which I want to smack myself because now I'm 30 and bald and saying shit my dad would say. <laughs> but it's my time is money. Dude, I fucking loved playing NCAA and fucking going undefeated with Texas Tech and throwing and having Heisman Trophy winners and all that stuff. But I thought about it. I'm like, this is I'm wasting my time. I could be creating demos or writing material or doing something. You know, and now there's I I was out sick for work this week, a day this week, but I couldn't sit there sick watching television because I had changed my life so much. I still went ahead and wrote up some stuff and did some work that I needed to do. And but here's the thing that everyone knows: you can't change until you're ready to change. It's the most universal fucking mm -hmm. thing when it comes to anyone that's in a fucking shit mode. And you don't think I'm there? I I don't otherwise I think you would. And that's what's that's what's kind of like interesting. That's why I'm wondering how far do you need to go to realize I got to fucking make this change. That's why I'm encouraging the yardstick of death. And I'm not even bullshitting you. I'm I'm you're encouraging me to kill myself to make a change. Here's the thing. I I don't think you would obviously you probably wouldn't kill yourself, which would suck for the fucking payoff of the bet. But if you saw this yardstick and you laid it out and you sat there and you spoke into that flip and you did that video blog, then you had to go watch it again to upload it, and then you and then you saw that bullet moving ever closer to that gun in that chamber, you, you I think you'd realize you I think you'd genuinely come to the realization of whatever I am doing now is not working. And you gotta admit Whatever fucking rut you've been spinning your wheels in for mm -hmm. the last four or five months isn't working. I recommend the yardstick of death for everyone, especially on Team Watley. Fez, I'd love to share this gimmick with you. Fez and Dubs, who reaches the gun? Who reaches the uh, yardstick of death first? Who would you, who would you put your money on in you, that? You. Me? Yeah. Fez is seeking professional help, and I think that helps. Uh, he has insurance. Plus, he's infinitely more talented. You, on the other hand, moments away. That's just me. I didn't mean to go off on a rant and try to... Because I'm, I'm done trying to save you. I could sit here and talk blue in the face because I know it doesn't help. Like, as far, like I could sit here and motivate you, and I'm trying to be as good as I can. You know, you're living with me, and we're, we're keeping the dream alive and everything. But that's all I can do, you know? 
The rest of it is you. I think part of that could be your dog. I think your dog's laying you down. <laughs> you just hate my dog. I, you don't think it, my dog has nothing to do with my negativity. This is this is your opportunity to get me to try to kill my dog. It's not I a part want you to of the kill problem. Your dog, that's wrong. I'd never encourage you to kill your dog. Setting it free in the wild, however, is a completely different thing, and especially if that wild is I seventy five. But whatever, we can deal with that at a later point. What would you change immediately if you could? What do you mean, like uh, that? That I have the power to right now. Mm-hmm. Think about it, because I'd probably quit the second job because you did that once before. Mm-hmm. And what did you do with that time? I worked on the show. I. Uh, I was looking for other work, but it, when it didn't come around fast enough, I had to jump back at the other one. So if that's the first, then why don't you quit the second job tomorrow? All right. I mean, think about it. you got to do something to change the rut that you're in. And if anything, is that second job, yes, it's putting extra money in your pocket, but that's in the immediate. Mm. How much money is that keeping you from making? How much is that keeping you from going out and creating stuff for the show to help get us a real job together, Mm -hmm. or how much is that then they're keeping you from getting a real legitimate job in Tampa where you can make as good a money as I am as a publicist? You know, While that money immediately is helping you pay bills, how much is it keeping you from the long term? And that's the thing. I know the height isn't supposed to be motivational, but how many of you motherfuckers out there right now are going through this exact same thing? You're listening on a Sunday night thinking Monday morning I gotta go into a job I fucking hate and I hate my life. And for the most of us, the only thing that brings us joy, Ron and Fez, Opie and Anthony. And the hideout on Saturday nights because I ain't got no fucking girlfriend so I gotta sit at home and listen to the feed on WJFK.com. You can do something. You gotta realize what's, what I'm doing now ain't working. Mm-hmm. I need to go out and I need to get three things. What are those three things? Bullet gun yardstick. <laughs> Just so you can have a goal? Dude, I'm going to fucking start a religion that is all about the yardstick of death. I get kicked back. Fucking, you will, and that bullet goes through <laughs> your head. Because I, I think you just have to realize. You have to see it. And when you have a yardstick with your name on it, and those fucking, the bullet and the gun are getting closer together, it hits you. Holy shit. If I don't make a change, if I don't make a change, I'm going to die. And think about it. That might be rock bottom. Are you living? Are you living? Dub, set up the site. Dub's, you're dying. He's going to do it? I'm going to do it. I need a gun. And I, got, I got that shit handled. Don't All worry right. about it. Set the side up. Wow. Are you serious? Let's do it. And here's the thing. I want people to understand this. Dubs, he might not kill himself. The goal isn't to have him kill himself. For you. Or I know there's some listeners who... Oh, please. Whack back is going to be like, do what you can to ruin Dubs' day. But it's gonna it's gonna force you to take a look at yourself and want to make change. I feel like Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Got the power of the cock. Respect it. Respect it. That cock, my friend, is a yard long. Oh, my mouth started watering for some reason. <laughs> I don't even know why. I did. I think this has been productive. Fez, I hope you feel better. And I'd like to welcome you, too, into our community, as I'm calling it, and I'm looking for a tax exemption from the government. My new religion, YSOD, Yardstick of Death. All right, I guess you can listen to 
WJFK.com, 106.7 WJFK, to hear updates from Yardstick of Death, or you can go to YardstickofDeath.com starting probably later in the week. Well, I mean, it's good to set goals, but I don't know how realistic that um, is. We have people who can set up sites. I think it's important. You're dying, and the Yardstick of Death is going to save you. You watch a man burn to death and then jacked off. Can you really <laughs> say you're living? And now as a publicist, oh man, I, I can see the press release now. I'm writing it up in my head. This is going to... You're committing. I'm committing. This is going to force you to change. And how about this? You don't have to do the yardstick of death for life, obviously. No. How about just for the rest of the calendar year? Rest of the calendar year, or if I get 32 to the good, or 36 to the good. Fair enough. Yeah, so then all of a sudden it's two yardsticks. Yeah, and that would be, you know. Right, so it's 72 inches away, essentially. Because mm-hmm. it's going to start out 36 inches. Yeah. Gun if bullet. Get, and if I get to 72, it's done. And you're starting clean once we begin this. Not today, but once we once begin. Once the site goes up, you start clean. clean. That is the genius of Hefe, my friends. Dubs, I'm proud of you, my man. How are you? I think this is going to help you. No bullshit. I want to congratulate you on fucking committing. I'd also like 10% of your earnings from now on. The very least. Yeah, I'll buy you some fucking fast food and uh, yo-yo. You always start the giving small. All right, buddies. Hopefully you feel better about your life. I know I do. Thank you, Fest, for picking us up. Team Watley. Hideoutradio.com. We'll keep you updated on everything that's going on. Night of 100 Podcast. Thank you, Ryan and Fez. Thank you, ONA. Thank you, XM Channel 202. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. 5,000. I, 5,000.